Hey everybody, Matt Hardman here. I am back uh, with another episode of the Race Nerd Podcast here on CKCC Radio, the home of the plethora of programming. Um, for those of you who've been looking for like the last couple of weeks and not seen any new episodes, there is a reason. Um, you know, obviously I have a full-time job, and with my full-time job, it kind of dwindles over into, you know, more than just a a 40-hour work week. Um, lately I've been working six days a week, um, and pretty much just been, um, busy all the time, it seems, um, I'm not doing that. I'm doing something with the family. I know last week I was up north. And the week before I was helping some friends um, install a pool. Uh, So, been doing a lot. And, you know, it's been kind of hard to make time to to do these episodes. Especially with my notes and everything. Um, Granted, most of the time I do them right here from the mobile studio. Uh, but I really have not had that luxury in a couple of weeks. So I apologize to you, the listeners. I apologize to Chris over at CKCC Radio, who um, helps put together um, that great network of programs. So, um, but I am back. Um, a lot has gone on in the world of racing, and um, we'll. We'll discuss it. I'm not going to go heavy on the race results this week, uh, the past couple of weeks, um, because, well, a lot of stuff that's happening is, you know, just, you know, kind of takes precedence over it. Um, but I am going to say that the uh, that the points battle for NASCAR's Cup Series got a little more interesting after um, Kevin Harvick's win last uh, last weekend at Michigan. Um, you have two drivers who are in the top five in points fighting for the final playoff spot as both Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. have actually been held winless so far this season. Um, those are two uh, drivers I never would have thought uh, would actually be, you know, go this far into the season without a W in their win column. So, it's going to be interesting. I know they got, uh, Richmond this weekend where, uh, Martin Truex Jr. is actually the, the favorite according to, uh, Las Vegas. And, um, after that, we got Watkins Glen and the big wild card at Daytona, which could see, we could possibly see three different winners in those three races, which means two drivers who have won races this year might be going home. So it's getting very, very interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about with the, with the racing results. Um, but, uh, Let's talk about some noteworthy news. Uh, And I do want to start off with this one. 
because it's not very often that I have a Formula One bit of news. Uh, for those of you who know, I'm not a huge proponent of Formula One. Uh, I do enjoy it and respect it for what it is. It's, it's a legacy and everything else. But when it comes to Formula One, especially current Formula One, I find it lackluster and boring. Um, one person who I never found boring was uh, former F1 champion uh, Sebastian. Uh, sorry, I had to crack my back there. Uh, uh, Sebastian Vettel, um, the former champ, uh, who announced that this season will be his final season. Uh, that he's currently competing in and right away the man who will take his spot <coughs> in his ride in 2023 is none other than <coughs> excuse me is none other than um, two-time uh, F1 series champion and former um, Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year uh, Fernando Alonso um, Now Fernando uh, You know Still has aspirations Of running and winning The Indy 500 which He came close to his first attempt um, Failed to make the field In his second um, But I, I thought this was Kind of a surprise move uh, Especially with Alonso Returning to F1 and um, driving for uh, crap, I don't remember the team, but it certainly wasn't the the um, the massive uh, teams that he was with during his championship years with Renault. Now, what makes this very interesting is um, you're putting Alonso in this car, the same car that Vettel's running right now. Um, this could be a serious threat. Um, to uh, Lewis Hamilton, uh, multi-time champion and the face of Formula One, uh, and and I think it kind of it spices it up. It spices it up. Um, you know, maybe we'll actually get a uh, Alonso Hamilton rivalry uh, going on over there. Um, so we'll see. Um, because I know, you know, Daniel Ricardo moving up and really hoping that he would be the next big star, like big superstar coming out of Formula One. That unfortunately hasn't happened. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Honey Badger, but it just hasn't happened. So, um, yeah. Uh, Alonzo getting Vettel seat next year. I guess that could be, could be huge. Couldn't make it enough to possibly get me to tune into an F1 race. Maybe two. Um, you know, I might turn on Monaco. Uh, the Grand Prix of Monaco there. Um, other than that, I really don't watch a whole lot of them. I'll be honest. Uh, because it's just not as exciting. Moving on. Um, uh, something I wanted to talk about. Um. And this is Kurt Busch. Uh, I believe the last episode I recorded may have been after Pocono. Uh, 
if memory serves me right. Um, during qualifying for Pocono, Kurt Busch um, had a what wasn't didn't look like a bad looking accident, but uh, Kurt was not cleared to compete. Um, and Ty Gibbs would um, go on to drive the 45 car, filling his spot, uh, as he has for the uh, multiple races since. And even going into this weekend at Richmond, uh, Kurt Busch is still not medically cleared to run. Um, obviously, this is a concussion, concussion um, protocols that are keeping him out of the car. And um, has serious um, wondering about his career. Um, could this be the same thing that ended Dale Jr.'s career? This kind of concussion, um, in essence. So, you know, this may be, a, you know, 2022 may be a swan song for Kurt, uh, who... Um, announced that pretty much he'll be ending his career at the end of the 2023 season. Um, but right now, you know, his future looks in doubt for 2023. Uh, which, you know, has kind of started the rumor mill. Here we go with the rumor mill. Um, the big rumor now um, involving his brother Kyle is that Kyle may be going to Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, replacing one of their drivers, whether it be Cole Custer or the 10 car, which will be vacated by Eric Amarola at the end of the season. Or possibly even, you know, Kevin Harvick moving to another role in that team, uh, which is a long shot. But um, a very interesting rumor, which had come up recently, and I, I don't have any traction on this one, and I find... Most of these rumors seem kind of outlandish, and sometimes the outlandish ones kind of are the ones that seem to um, seem to be the ones that are, end up true. Um, but this rumor uh, has all the sen has, makes a lot of sense, um, given <coughs> a lot of things, and that is that due to these concussion issues and this head injury issue that Kurt Busch suffered in, is that uh, Kyle, uh, who is pretty much a free agent at the end of the season with M&M's moving out and them not being able to find sponsorship, uh, will stay in the Toyota camp, moving to the 45 car driven, currently owned by teammate Denny Hamlin, the uh, 2311 car uh, that he co-owns with Michael Jordan, and that Kyle will be bringing um, his Rowdy Energy Drink and um, Jordan's um, brand out there, the Air Jordan brand, um, along with some other sponsors, and that Kurt's sponsor of Monster Energy will move to the 18 car driven by Ty Gibbs. Now, this works on a lot of different levels. Um, obviously, the big thing for Toyota is Kurt's, uh, Kyle staying in the Toyota camp, 
instead of defecting to another manufacturer. Um, he would, in a way, kind of stay in that same circle that he had uh, with um, with Joe Gibbs Racing, um, as this team is a very, very, uh, while very well-funded, uh, well-sourced team, it's still a affiliated team with Joe Gibbs Racing through their Toyota branding. Um, so there's going to be a lot of that, and um, who knows more about Kyle Busch and, and his driving style or anything else than a man who's been his teammate since 2008, uh, Denny Hamlin. Uh, obviously, you know, with the sponsorships between Jordan Brand, you'll have a whole bunch of uh, different things. It would be easy carrying over some of those sponsorships onto Kyle's car. Uh, there currently is a, um, a relationship with uh, a lot of people in that garage uh, with, the, with the Bush brothers. So I could very easily see that, you know, companies like McDonald's and all will be willing to move over from uh, Kurt's deals to Kyle's. Um, and when it comes to Ty Gibbs, uh, Monster wants to make, you know, has been sponsoring Ty throughout his career. Uh, is currently his sponsor in many of the Xfinity races, uh, sponsored him in the, um, excuse me, the, um, Arca series. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on that, but this is, um, a, a very, very seamless transition. The only hang-up would be is that Joe Gibbs, uh, Ty's father and the, uh, Ty's grandfather and the owner of, um, Joe Gibbs Racing's 18 car, uh, wanted to let Ty run another full season of Xfinity before bringing him up to the Cup Series. Obviously, um, with Ty's, um, you know, how acclimated he became in such a short period of time, because this will be his fourth race, um, he is not finished out of the top 20 in those four races, and he actually has a top 10 uh, last week in Michigan, so this may be a very seamless transition if this were to happen. Um, all the, you know, basically it all, it all borders, I think a lot of stuff borders on Kyle's health, um, you know, and I know that this may be a very, very unique opportunity for 2311 if this were to happen, um, because there is, there still is that whole aspect of Tyler Reddick, uh, coming to, um, 2311 in 2014. This is also why I don't like deals being announced for, um, driver deals being announced, you know, like two years out, because a lot can happen in those two years. I mean, I'm sure nobody had, um, Kurt Busch, um, with these head injuries, um, taking place. I mean, and you don't want to have Kyle Busch as a rented driver for just one year. That's not the, that's not the kind of guy, uh, you want to do that to. This is a guy you obviously build a team around. Uh, so 
with that said, you you know you put yourself in that box uh, where this could not be that great a uh, a, a deal. Um, so um, another deal that went down. This is just finalized. I saw this yesterday. Is that the 42 car, which this year has been driven by uh, Ty Dillon on the Cup Series circuit. Uh, Ty will um, be vacating that ride in 2023, as this is mutually agreed upon, according to the press release between Ty and Petty GMS. And his seat will be filled by Noah Gregson. Now, Noah, who is running the full Xfinity Series schedule with um, Junior Motorsports, Dale Jr.'s team, um, and running part-time on the Cup side as well, uh, both with um, Beard uh, Racing, uh, the 62 car, uh, which is only running the plate races, and uh, Colleague Motorsports in their uh, their team car to Justin Haley's uh, ride over there, the uh, the 31 car. So you have those two, you know, those two seats that he's been filling this year. Next year he will go full time, run Rookie of the Year honors in the 42 car, and I think that this is not a bad deal. Um, no one knows how to race. He, he's a, got a very big personality. But at the same time, he, uh, he's he got a little bit of a bad boy behavior. And, and I think it's kind of bit him in the ass a couple of times. Not just this season, but um, in past seasons as well. So this might... He, he'll, he'll be a polarizing figure on the circuit. Um, but he certainly has a lot of talent, uh, a lot more than Ty does. Uh, no disrespect to Ty Dillon, um, who, uh, who I think is a, a decent little racer. Um, you know, he just, I, it just doesn't seem like he's had the, the big opportunities that his brother does. Um, Austin Dillon, who is a former Daytona 500 winner. But I, I think that this is a, a good move, and I think part of this, um, you know, that doesn't hurt is um, Petty GMS's, one of Petty GMS's sponsors is Black Rifle Coffee, which is the same coffee company that um, is a, a full-time sponsor, one of the full-time sponsors on Noah's car. So they definitely have that connection. I'm expecting uh, a lot of Black Rifle coffee on that 42 car next year. Um, given that, I'd be very surprised if they don't um, go back to Petty GMS with Gregson driving. Um, so we have those. Then, then we have the news that... Um, Scott Borchetta, um, the owner of Big Machine Racing um, uh, and uh, founder of Big Machine Records and Big Machine Vodka. Uh, he's got quite a big portfolio. Um, and he's a former racer himself um, out of the Southeast Series, I believe it was. 
Um, and if memory serves me right, he may have been a track champion in one of the divisions at Nashville Fairground Speedway in the 90s. Uh, but anyway, Scott Borchetta, I will be giving the 2022 uh, SRX Series champion, Marco Andretti. He will be having Marco drive the number 48 Big Machine Spiked Coolers um, Xfinity car um, at the Roval. Uh, this marks Marco's long-awaited NASCAR debut. Uh, I know it's been rumored for years. Uh, it had been rumored with uh, Junior Motorsports. It was probably the the biggest rumor that I had heard. Uh, it was something Junior was definitely open to, but I think just the deal fell apart. But Marco will be driving the number 48 car uh, for Big Machine Racing at the Roval in October at Charlotte. And... and, and this, this, this is a good thing. This is a good thing because um, Marco really has impressed me um, the last two years uh, in the SRX series. How quickly he's adapted to these cars. Um, how quickly he's adapted to racing on dirt, like some of the races um, in the series. Uh, I, I think. In a lot of ways, he reminds me of his grandfather Mario and his uncle, uh, John Andretti, um, of how he can adapt to different cars, different tracks, different places. Um, you know, especially coming from an IndyCar background, um, we've seen many drivers who have come from the world of IndyCar and fail. Um, some who have had marginal success, you know, and some that, you know, have been successful. The A.J. Foyts, the Mario Andretti's, you know, they've been successful. They are race winners in the world of IndyCar. Then you have, you know, the Dallances of the uh, the Unsers. All three of them have ran NASCAR. Bobby, Al Sr., and Al Jr. Then you have Sam Hornish, who won multiple races on the Xfinity Series schedule, but just did not have a, a stellar cup career, um, even given his formative, formative years being in a, a Penske car uh, with teammates like Ryan Newman and, um, <coughs> excuse me, Ryan Newman and um, Kurt Busch, uh, two drivers who... I think when the time comes, we'll be Hall of Fame drivers. So, um, you have that, and then you look at some that have just kind of been flashing the pans, you know. Juan Pablo Montoya did have some success, but, you know, you know, with uh, his record in F1 and IndyCar was kind of a disappointment. Uh, the same with... Um, uh, uh, Dario Franchitti, but I think Dario's issues were he was injured in a crash and never really got to develop uh, as well as that. And so it's just a lot, but I, I, I'm i hoping this, this leads to more opportunities for Marco. 
Like I said, uh, I'm not a huge Andretti fan, but I certainly respect the family and what they've contributed to motorsports, uh, especially Mario. Um, and just the fact that uh, Marco is very versatile, I think that this may be a really good thing. Um, last thing real quick. Uh, North Wilkesboro, um, its first weekend back was a rousing success. Um, Ryan Newman, we just talked about him. Um, he won a modified race the first night out uh, and a packed house for all those that were that all the races that were there that weekend. And, and during the month of August, there is racing every weekend. Uh, culminating with the Cars um, Pro Stock Late Model Race, uh, which fe will feature Dale Jr. And I've talked about this in the past. Dale Jr. will return to uh, his roots, really return to his roots, uh, with Racing at North Wilkesboro in a Late Model, which is already going to be big enough, big enough for the Car Series. But this one... Uh, he will be driving a throwback, going back to the number three car, uh, which he drove early in his career, in his late model career, uh, all the way up uh, to the Xfinity series. Uh, he will be running the number three with sponsorship from Sundrop, uh, Sundrop Soda, which um, was featured on Dale's car. Um, during his first ever race at North Wilkesboro in 1994, uh, so this is this is big, uh, really big. Um, it, it's it's a definitely is a nod to not just his past but to the North Wilkesboro past uh, with this car that a lot of people are very familiar with. So um, I think that this is great, and I think it's going to be such a huge boost. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have, um, Racing America, uh, so I won't be able to stream the race live. Hopefully, I'll be able to pick it up, um, somewhere, you know. I don't know, maybe somebody has a feed that they'll let me borrow or whatever. So, uh, but that is, um, North Wilkesboro. Like I said, they have, uh, racing this month, then they're, during the month of September, they're going to tear up the track, turn it into a dirt track, so... Uh, then come back to it in October. Uh, I know that there was a press release that kind of screwed a lot of people up that they are cutting back one of the Cars Tour Series divisions racing on the weekend of the eight of the next weekend of the 20th. Uh, so that won't be happening, and I think a lot of people got upset. Um, it was a Cars decision, you know, with the problems finding parts and delays and everything else um but that is not the race that junior will be running that one's on the 31st uh the very end of the month so um i think that this is going to be huge it's going to be huge for the sport um it's going to be huge for north wilkesboro uh and it's going to be huge for the car series so i'm really looking forward to this race um i'm sure i'll talk about it later uh in as we get closer to it. Uh, but anyway, that's just kind of catching you up on some of the news. Um, there's a lot more that's going on in the world of racing. 
but NASCAR will be competing at Richmond this weekend uh, with the trucks. I believe that this weekend is an off weekend for the Xfinity Series, which is very surprising. Um, but the Cup Series will be racing there. And IndyCar is in that really wild stretch. Um, getting down to the last couple of races, I believe that, that they are at Gateway this weekend. So uh, stay tuned for that, and I'll be back to talk about that soon. Anyway, I'm Matt Hardman, and I will see you at the track. Bye.